This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save 20 bucks. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or the NFL, and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. And we're also brought to you by Vizen. Uh, Vizen, <laughs> sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special uh, when you use promo code SGP. Vizen.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting uh, research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame app or visit HOFBets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smart bets today. All right, DJs, welcome back. We are hours away from Ryder Cup teeing off. We got some NFL picks. We want to go over to your boy, Boston Capper, with the Gotta Go stuff. Steve Shermer, Steve, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. A uh, little tired. It's been a very busy week in my day job. But listen, I got to suck it up. I got 3 a.m. wake up call for the Ryder Cup. Uh, I'm going to read all the nasty, bitter text messages from you to get caught up at that point. I don't even need to DVR the thing. And then I'll cook a nice breakfast and uh, watch, hopefully, an American win in the sessions. And, uh, yeah, I, I really don't feel like being upset this weekend. So I really hope the uh, the boys come through. Yeah, I mean, what, so, uh, obviously, I know your thoughts, but tell the people your thoughts on what you think these matchups are. Um, oh, what, what uh, are you feeling about what DJ threw out? You know, it's not horrible. I mean, obviously, I, I don't love that Burns is going out with Scotty. I, I don't think that's going to go very well for alternate shot. Uh, apparently word uh, at yesterday was after their practice round. Uh, Scotty was grinding on the putting green with his cut with his coach. So that's not great. And Sam Burns was grinding on the range with his driver. Oh no. So, yeah. Basically oh, no. the biggest concerns <laughs> I had about either guy oh, is no. playing out right now. So, so that's not great. And I, th- I think Hatton and Rom are just a formidable foe. I, I made a joke with you that you're just going to shadow bet Rom and Hatton. And apparently you replied, what shadow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm fucking hammering that thing. Oh, I, I opened it minus 120. It's up to like minus 130, 135 now. Um, but that's not even the biggest juice. The biggest juice is on Vic and, and uh, Ludwig. And I feel like that's kind of trappy. Like they could definitely win it. But I don't know what that rookie's going to do. I'm not laying that type of juice with, with a rookie. There is so much hype on Ludwig. I was listening to the Shotgun Star podcast today, and uh, the guy threw out uh, Brendan. He said, "You know who's going to be the highest uh, score on Europe?" And he said Ludwig. I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Why don't we pump the brakes a little bit on this one?" And, no and his go- yeah. Has any rookie ever been the highest point score? I mean, like define like define Ryder Cup rookie. Like I think I think Cantlay and I think. Uh, yeah, like Kelly almost got it last year. More Cal almost got it, you know, during the round because they're technically rookies. But this is like literally a guy who's never played a major championship before and getting thrown right into the cauldron. I mean, you know, on paper it looks great, but uh, uh, I actually kind of don't mind. Uh, who, who's who, wait? Who's their opponent? Is it um, is it Straka and Lowry in that one, or is or no? Never mind. It's it's American. No. Oh, it's Homa and Harmon. Homa and Harmon. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I I. I uh, I, I, I'm fine with Harmon going out in foursomes. I don't know if Homa was the best choice for him. Um, really? Well, we'll see. I, Homa, they both like, well. I, so Homa's a really good driver, so that works. Yeah. He's not all that long, though. So I'm a little worried about Harmon coming into 
you know, some of those approach shots there, but yeah, they are pretty good putters. Apparently they were feeding off each other in the practice rounds. Uh, you were spreading fake news. Apparently the reason why he was so far away from everybody was because it was a crosswind and as a left-handed golfer as someone I can attest and I can attest to it. Uh, you get a really bad right. crosswind on a driving range. It can really screw up your swing. And that's exactly why I go hit through the hosel shanks every summer. It's definitely that damn crosswind. Uh, every, <laughs> you know, I, I hit into every year. Yeah. So then you got, uh, you got, you mentioned we got Straka and Lowry. They seem like the sacrificial lamb team, but I kind of like that. I kind of like that team though. You know, Lowry drives it pretty good. He's got more pop off the tee than you think. Straka drives it really good. Both of them really good iron players. Both of them are Straka's really good putter too. And they go up against Ricky and Morikawa. That's kind of a strange one. Uh, I I thought Ricky might have been in four balls and Mm -hmm. Morikawa. I mean, I like him for this golf course. I just never anticipated Ricky to be paired up with him. Ricky definitely does not have a great tracker in this thing. I mean, I, I think Lowry and Strzok are live dogs. I mean, I don't see them going out in the afternoon. They're going to give all their energy out. You know, team fat guys, you know? Maybe, that, uh, yeah. maybe that'll carry him. You think Lowry's going to, like, just club him from behind and because of what happened last year when he stole the trophy right from him? Do you think he's just going to whack him on, like, on 17? <laughs> it's all been a master plan. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to rain uh, in there. Although I, I heard uh, stories that maybe Strzok is secretly a, a double agent. Because he's really more American than European. He just, American. you know, has the flag there. It's like how uh Ori Sabatini isn't really uh from uh you know Slovakia. He's yeah. he's a South African. But yeah. yeah, there's that. And then the last one though, that is definitely the uh the uh, grand finale. Uh Fleetwood and Rory versus Cantlane Xander. Uh I'm just gonna get out of the way. I, I actually think I think uh Cantley and Xander will get a much needed point in that one. Uh, okay. Heading into four ball, I, I think they're going to take down Tommy and Rory. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I guess, well, so like I said, I bet, I bet, I, I bet the Rory one. I, I don't. Sorry, I bet the Rory one, but I really bet the Ram one, and then I bet Europe three to one, and then uh, two and a half to one and a half. Okay. For for the Ram. All right. Because this this new book doesn't let me parlay all the matches, which is annoying. Okay. I think it's going to be two two. And I think going to foursomes might end up backfiring Luke Donald, but then we'll see. I mean, with the four ball in the afternoon, maybe it just sits crazy and Europe ends up dominating that one. So, what do you think about what do you think about bringing sorry ass JT over and then not even fucking using him and Spieth in alternate shot? Like, what's the point of bringing him over? I don't really want JT in alternate shot. I don't think you can really trust him. I think. So, what's the fucking point? Why did he fucking bring him if you can't? trust him in his best event with his best teammate what was the fucking point well because the problem with jt this year was the triple bogey and the double bogey he was making a lot of birdies and that's what you need in four balls so i'm fine with just having him be his own ball make a couple birdies and then if you really want to you know take five shots out of the hay at one point you can go do that and maybe speed will bail your ass out i think that's perfectly fine especially with how erratic i think speed could be at this thing yeah i kind of want the volatility boys playing four ball together and maybe you just catch some magic and you know, maybe the holes the Spieth gets triple bogey on, he gets birdie, and all of a sudden they're they shoot uh, you know, fifty-three as a as a team. All right. Well, I don't know what time I like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stay up. I think I'm just gonna have to wake up early to and DVR it. <clears throat> I don't know, because I gotta wake up early in the morning, make sure the kids are off. So No, 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 no. You have to fill me in. Okay. Like right. this I, I I've been waiting for this for two years. Your salty text messages to wake up. All right. Fine. Yeah, to give me some cliff notes. Dude, I have to do an inventory count tomorrow all day. You can stay up till two thirty. Yeah, that's fucking fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably I'll probably stay up till two thirty three. Okay. 
Yeah, and then I'll I'll tag you, and you know you're you're relieved, and then I will carry the uh, the duty from there. I gotta wake up at six thirty, three and a half, but I think I can go back to bed tomorrow. Okay. All right. What's it like? Oh wait, no, I can't. I gotta go. I gotta take my. I gotta go with my mother for a cow rest to make sure she can't do it on her own. <laughs> I'm glad uh, the listeners are getting an inside look into uh, your morning schedule. <laughs> Starts riveting uh, podcasting right here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, anywho, all right. Well, that's that's the touch on the Ryder Cup. We'll see how it uh, we'll see how it it turns out. But before we jump into our NFL picks, uh, game time. Uh, you know, look, it's the best place to buy tickets uh, on the internet right now. They got killer deals up to the last minute, and they have a best price guarantee. Uh, so look, forget planning months in advance. Like I said, they got tickets right up to the day of the event. Plus, you get exclusive flash deals on tickets. It's on all your favorite sports, shows, comedy, theater, whatever tickles your fancy. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. One of my favorite things is you get the image of your seat so you know exactly what you're going to be looking at before you buy the ticket. Uh, it's really helped me out when uh, you know going to uh, different uh, away team stadiums. You know, you think you're getting a good seat, and it's really not that good. So uh, it's definitely helped me down in Tampa with uh, going down to watch the Bruins games. So listen, snag the tickets without the stress. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And Underdog Fantasy has the best way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going 5 for 5 from now until October 4th. Underdog is matching 100% of the first deposits up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Total of $2 million in prizes all season long. 100K in prizes this week. 10K to 10 people this week. And new sweepstakes every week on the NFL season. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make, make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use promo code CSGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to 500 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. There you, there you go. I'm actually going to make use of the Game Time app because, uh, so I'll be going to the Miami uh, Giants game uh, nice. next weekend. And we actually, I asked my dad, because we're going with friends, he's like, you know, hey, like where are we sitting? He's like, we actually haven't bought the tickets yet. So we will definitely be using the Game Time app in order to uh, get our tickets and, uh, yeah, enjoy a... Uh, how, many points, how many points is Miami going to put up? <laughs> um... <laughs> 47 i think okay. uh, yeah we, you know we're, we're like going to get a couple defensive stops and hold them to 47 i like it i yep. like it there you go. <laughs> All right. well i mean like thursday football it's it's going off right now so there's no sense of giving a pick i mean i guess quick pick i guess no, I, like, I like i like the Packers just for the record see i actually like the lions minus two but yeah. okay all right fine Ooh, that's that's our uh, thursday pick so why don't we get yep, right to go. the yeah why don't we get to the homer pick capper why don't we give it to you uh, for your first homer pick uh, for the week? Listen, talk about your Patriots. They finally get the big win against the Jets. So, uh, yeah, talk about the state of your team and how do you feel against the uh, the loathsome Cowboys this week? So, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to put them in a teaser. I don't think we get blown out by any stretch. The only thing that makes me a little nervous is the fact that Dallas just got embarrassed uh, by Arizona on national TV. But, I mean, look... It, the Patriots team is still the Patriots team. I think our defense can can stifle Dak a little bit. You know, run the ball. I don't know. Revenge game. Zeke Elliott. I, I'm not. I'm not betting this game other than probably putting it in a teaser. Um, I don't have a good feeling about the Pats. I don't particularly have a good feeling about Dallas. So yeah, I think uh, gun to my head, I take I take Dallas because uh, Mac Jones is literally zero and ten 
as an underdog ATS. So yeah, no, thank you. Um, so I'll put it in a teaser. Hope they don't get blown out, but mustering, you know, listen, allowing 10 points to Zach Wilson is, is a black mark on the defense, like 10 points to that fucking bomb and that terrible offense. Like that makes me a little nervous. Like I, like everyone will be held in the 10 points. It's Zach fucking Wilson. He is legitimately the worst quarterback my eyes have ever seen ever. So yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think gun to my head, I'll take Dallas, but I think I'll put uh, Pats in a in a teaser. All right, I, I didn't see any of that Pats Jets game on Sunday. What was the worst Awful. throw? What was the worst throw you saw Zach Wilson throw all game? The last throw was fourth and ten, and he checked down like to like a, to like a three yard throw on fourth and ten for the last. This like a terrible. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, just no awareness of game situations or what's going on. Like, he is just bad, man. He is fucking. That's that's great. You got two checkdown artists playing the MetLife Stadium. How cute! Yeah, yeah. Maybe they can go. Uh, maybe you know. Maybe they can go switch teams. You know, at some point, you know, I'll switch a real. Well, why don't we get to my ga- game? And right. uh, look, I mean, that that giant San Francisco game went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Uh, we had absolutely no answer for their pass rush. Uh, our offense looked very broken at times. Really, like I, it got close in the third quarter, but it's because they had really good field position. Other than that, though, like the Giants just got, could not get anything going without Saquon Barkley. Everything was a three-yard pass, two-yard pass. They try to go downfield. Like like defenses just can't really respect that. But I think what's going to end up happening is I actually got another thing on my card down the line related to Giants Seahawks, but just an introductory as far as like what I'm thinking, I feel like anytime the Giants are going to be against teams without a pass rush, I think the offense is going to be functional at that point, especially when, you know, where, you know, you got some holes maybe in the secondary with the uh, Seattle. I know Jamal Adams is going to come back, but Seattle can't really generate a pass rush. I mean, they let Andy Dalton basically go up and down the field all game last time. And like Adam Thielen is like 35 years old. And he had, you know, basically like a, you know, turn back the clock game the last time. So I think the quick hitting offense is probably going to work for them. I think they're definitely going to be, uh, you know, in situations where if they're at home playing a bad defense, they can actually function. I, mean, I am t- absolutely terrified about that defense more than a little bit, but I think just got in my head. I, I saw Giants as a pick them today. I think I'm just going to take them. I think they're going to get the win on Monday. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. At okay. all. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to get our top five picks of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you want to go? Uh, you, uh, you start with number five. Okay. All right. We've been doing it and I've been doing well. So you go first. <laughs> hey, last week was my first uh, <laughs> bad week. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so let's actually go back to your game. And you kind of talked about it a little bit. You, you mentioned that you think your Patriots defense is very good. I, I agree. I think it's just, they're always going to be kind of just the stingy Patriots defense. As long as Belichick, I know he's kind of losing it up in the, the head there, but. He's always going to have that defense prepared. Mike McCarthy's offense just in the red zone is absolutely putrid. Um, I mean, the fact that Dak was just so befuddled against Jonathan Gannon and their, their defense wasn't very great. Uh, they still are without three offensive linemen this week early in practice, so that's not a good sign for them. And then on the flip side of the coin, New England's offense is complete trash, but I think they're going to slow the game down, have a little slogging offense. Uh, and I think your your defense is going to you know confuse Dak, and he's probably going to make some mistakes. So uh, this, the over under sitting at forty three and a half right now. I'm going to take the under on that game. I like it. Well, was forty four and a half? Forty three and a half. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, like twenty three seventeen, twenty three sixteen. 
I don't, I, I think the spread's good. I went back and forth on that one because like the Patriots have played pretty, you know, they played the Eagles tough, you know, they played the Dolphins yeah. tough, but they didn't cover the spread. So I think I'm just going to take the under in that, in that game. I, I feel pretty good about that one. Okay. I like it. Okay. All right. What's your number five pick? All right. Oh, I'm going back to the well uh, with the Raiders. Uh, I think that the public is so sour on this team. They're really not as bad as everybody thinks. Yeah. I mean, look, they've, they've covered. Uh, and Josh McDaniels made that dumb fucking decision, kicking the field goal. Um, but I, it, it's just a bad that I don't trust San Diego's terrible fucking defense. That defense is bad. It's a divisional game. It's five and a half points. Um, you know, Jimmy G is going to play. He's already through step one of the uh, percussion, uh, not percussion, concussion protocol. Uh, and Devontae Adams is still a beast, man. And uh, Jacoby Myers looks good. Josh Jacobs, they have a solid offense. Uh, their defense isn't good either. I think five and a half is too much, uh, especially with that San Diego defense. Uh, and now, you know, JC Jackson, who knows if he's going to play. And then you got um, uh, who's the safety, Derwin, uh, Derwin James. He's, he's on the injury report now. If he doesn't play, fucking forget about it. Like five and a half is too much. I don't need the Raiders to win. I need them to keep it close. And I think their offense can do that against their defense. So I considered that, but the prospect of Brian Hoyer starting for the uh, Raiders is... Uh, nah, Jimmy's going to start. I... Well, okay, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, but I would agree, though. I think. I think as soon as, if Jimmy G does start, I would probably say the line's probably going to go down to point probably to four and a half. I think money's going to come in at that uh, at that point. Yeah. But because you're right, I mean the Chargers should not be laying four five and a half to anybody, no. especially with their just what the hell was that? That fullback dive on fourth and one. They're on like twenty five. Oh, so stupid. They're they're that, co- that coach is a fucking moron too. These two are going to be uh, just. Oh God, I can't. This coaching matchup is horrific. McDaniel, I know this fucking asshole. Well, I thought about doing the over, but a like, you know, Brian Hoyer is a quarterback. And, you know, I, I, Brian I don't trust that, but even, but even so like how these coaches fuck up games. Like I don't trust them getting to like, I think the over is like 48. Yeah. Maybe that screws up or so. So, all right. So my yeah. number four pick, I, this is too many points on the road. I've got this team, but this is just narrative streak, gut call. Just, I've watched a lot of Sunday night games when just things go really bad for a team and Collinsworth starts calling them out and the, you know, the fans turn at each other, especially a lot of Jets games like this. And you're right. Zach Wilson is horrible. I can just see in my head a lot of ways this plays out where either because the, the Jets locker room seems like it's just going to combust at any given moment. The defense maybe oh, yeah. just quits on the game. I haven't been really impressed with their defense at all since Rodgers went out. So maybe they quit. Maybe the fans turn on the team. Like they start openly rooting for the Chiefs to blow them out. So it finally gives Robert Sala a reason to just move on from Zach. Um, and then just it just it gets be really ugly for them. So it's a lot of points on the road, but Casey minus nine and a half. I just feel like if you're going to take the other side with the Jets, like, like, like it'll be like halfway through the first quarter, be like, what? Why? Why did yeah. I do that? Yeah. I so I'll, I'll take the I'll take the points of Casey. Yeah. So the only thing that terrifies me about this. So here's the deal. I bet I bet this Monday, right? Just because it was nine and a half, I didn't want to get into ten. Um, I didn't realize it was the eight twenty game. This has been st- sitting at nine and a half at touch 10 a few times. This is the 820 game. 
everybody's going to be chasing. Everybody and their cousin is going to bet the Chiefs because who in their right mind is going to bet fucking Zach Wilson, which is why I took the nine and a half. I'm just a little worried about that spot at this point just because, you know, it is what it is. And we know how football goes. It's everybody's everybody's chasing their losses on the standalone game. A huge road favorite against a terrible team. And for whatever reason, they sometimes cover. So, yeah, makes me a little nervous. But that is a bet I actually have down uh, already. So, but uh, yeah, so I signed off on it, but I'm nervous. Yeah, I, I feel like this is special circumstances, though. Like, how many times, like, that really bad team has a guy who can't complete a pass between here and my garage, like, wall is about seven feet from me. Yeah, and and I'm with you. And so the Chiefs actually were my were my four pick. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson is just so bad. I, he's impossible. Like he he can't cover a game. Like I said, he is literally. I mean, can you think of a worse quarterback you've actually seen? And then think of what the Jets did. They went and got Brock Osweiler. I didn't even know that fucking guy was still in the league. I know. I mean, you know I mean, Brock they, Osweiler was still in the league. Well, well, I I saw they got Trevor Simeon. They got Brock Osweiler too. Oh no, Simeon. Yeah, That's Simeon. Right, Simeon. Sorry, I get those two terrible Denver quarterbacks confused. There you go. <laughs> I mean, well, they also openly they they hate the guy. Like that. Yeah. That's why I'm just like I'm just going to take. Did you see the linebacker because- laughing at the uh, at some reporter asked him? You know, when you're watching the tape uh, and you see Zach Wilson, uh, you know, what does it make you think? And he and he tries not to laugh. And he's like, it's a "Team that wants to run the ball, <laughs> he starts to try to hold back." It's so funny, man. Is, Zach Wilson's so bad. Though. That is funny. He's so bad. So, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. So that was my fourth. What's your third? Okay. Uh this is going to be an ugly pick. Okay. But I was not really impressed a whole lot with what I saw Monday night from Cincinnati. Uh, I thought the Rams kind of gave them that game. Otherwise, though, I just Joe Burrow just looks off, and yep. their offensive line is still really bad. That calf can blow up at any single moment. But now the Titans' yep. offensive line also atrocious. Both of them had pretty good pass rushes. The difference being, though, Cincinnati has been really bad against the run so far this year. Twenty fifth in adjusted run yards. Like, and Titans got thoroughly embarrassed. I, I feel like we're going to be like any team that comes off playing the Browns. I think the following week is going to be like, all right, this is a bounce back spot for them because the Browns defense is just so good. Uh, so good. Yeah. So Titans, I, I wish it was three and a half, but Titans plus two and a half. Um, Vrabel's going to have them ready for this game. I think they're going to be able to do what they want on offense, at least, you know, their identity. Um, and yeah, just Cincinnati just, Something stinks there. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the game I left off. Oh, my last one that I left off. I like that game a lot. Vrabel as a home underdog feels like he comes through a lot in that position, especially at coming off of a loss um, and burrows. Like you said, just so bad. I just I was worried about that offensive line, and like I'll, I'll bet it, but it just didn't make uh, didn't make this official card. Okay. All right, what's your number three pick? So, all right, so my number three pick. Everybody, this is a little terrifying. We just watched Miami dump 70 points on a team. Everybody's talking about it. It's the best offense ever. Greatest show on turf type territory. Uh, this is a great spot for the Bills. Um, I Listen, it's Josh Allen. That defense that McDermott runs out is a good defense. McDermott plays um, Miami really well. Uh, I just think that there's no way this isn't a letdown spot for Miami, and especially because everybody's talking about Miami. No one's talking about Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo can run the ball now with Cook. Allen, as long as he doesn't... you got to stop letting that idiot think. Just fucking just make him... like, Just don't make him think. Let him fucking throw the ball, run the ball. 
Uh, yeah, I um, I just think it's a really good spot for the Bills. Uh, and minus three, like divisional matchup, all the hype is on Miami. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will take. I will take the Bills. Later. Okay. So are you concerned though when you because I was thinking about that game too, but the Bills defense has played Zach Wilson for most of it. A Raiders team that was coming off, I think, a short week going one. No, it wasn't a short week, but it was East Coast. And I have no respect for the Raiders. So you obviously <laughs> I know I was have, very clear. You have very a soft spot for Jimmy G. I do not. Oh, I don't give a shit about Jimmy G. And then you they played a horrible Washington team with a quarterback who also doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. And Sam Howell, are you concerned that maybe the Bills defense hasn't really played anybody yet? Like a really good offense, they've been tested. Yeah, that's fine. I still think it's a better defense than anything Miami's. I mean, what? So Miami scored what twenty five on New England. I think New England's comparable to Buffalo on the defensive side of the ball. Okay. So, and I think the Bills' offense is light years ahead of the fucking Pats. So, you know, at home, yeah, give it to me. Like it, it does. The, the the quality of opponent that they played does worry me, but hey, man, you only you can only play the people that put in front of you, right? So, um, yeah, I, I like that spot a lot. That's true. Okay. All right. Uh, my number two pick. All right. Mm-hmm. We are going to go to a team that I am angry at uh, because second, <laughs> okay. second, second year in a row, uh, I picked Jacksonville to beat Houston in my survivor pool at home. Second year in a row. Second I told year, you well, not no, to you do know, it. You know what it is, though? I went golfing <laughs> again. On that day, just like last year, I went to my country club and, and as Jacksonville was playing Houston, I watched the game and I was absolutely disgusted by the 14th hole about what I was watching. And then this time, it was I my went golfing last week. And then this time, I went golfing during the Jacksonville game and I got rained out, but then I went to the bar and I saw that it was a 14 nothing Houston. I went, well, I guess I just can't ever golf again if I pick Jacksonville. Well, I'm not golfing this Sunday. So there All we right. go. I don't have them in my survivor pool because I'm dead. But look, I mean, like maybe I'm just a sucker for this Jacksonville team. I might be, but this Atlanta team, they are one dimensional. I know Jacksonville's defense sucks, but the one thing they can do, they can stop the run. And I feel like if you can do that against Atlanta, then you know what? Like, like that's, that's the game for them. So Jacksonville minus three, I think they're going to, you know, write the ship. And I I just, I don't believe in this Atlanta team. Sorry, I meant to hit mute and I hit the camera. Yeah, listen, so that's my lock. My lock is Jags uh, laying three. That's my lock. The uh, wow. nice bounce back spot, um, playing in the comfy confines of London that they're very used to. Zach Wilson, the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Desmond Ritter, not too fucking far behind. That guy stinks. Stinks. And this coach outthinks himself running Tyler Algiers instead of B. John Robinson, who's clearly the most talented player on that fucking offense. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I like Jacksonville bounce back spot. Dougie P uh, took over play calling duties in the second half. They looked a little better in the second half. Um, yeah, I trust, I trust the, I trust the offense and definitely trust that defense to be able to stop the run and force Desmond Ritter to throw the fucking ball. Gross. So Jags minus three lock of the week. There well, you lock go. Step, right, well, yeah. Not lockstep, but All right. I'll give you my number two pick before you give your lock. So, um, it's going to be Eagles first half. Ooh. So, yeah, okay. so they they jump out to fast starts. Uh, you know they've 
they've still I just don't like the, the how high the number is for the full game. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they're two and one uh, this year. Uh, first half last year it was something fucking ridiculous. I can't even remember what it was, but I remember betting it a lot um, and it cashing. So um, you know, Philly first half come out of the gates. You know, at home against that awful, awful fucking Commanders team. Um, the only thing, I mean, the thing that worries me with the that many that many points is what happens if they bring Heineke in. You know what I mean? That's like the worst fucking. That's like the worst case scenario. I don't want to see. Well, Heineke. well, well it's not Heineke anymore. Heineke's the backup in Atlanta, so oh, you don't want It's Jacoby Brissett. Oh, I definitely don't want to see Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh no, that's even worse. Yes. Yeah. So whatever. I, I like. I like Eagles to jump out to a fast start, um, and uh, and then just kind of you know whatever. They don't want to get anybody hurt. It's a divisional game. Eight points is a lot for a divisional game, even against a bad opponent. Um, but first half, uh, minus four, minus five, whatever you can get to that. Love it. Okay. All right. Before I get to my log, we had a comment in the stream. JJ Witt talking Ryder Cup. Uh, watch the end of this video. Watch this get done. And then go back to about the first 10 minutes. Yep. We talk about day one and kind of reactions about that too. So uh, stay, well, go back and do that. But anyways, all right. So my lock of the week, I already said earlier in the show when I was talking about the Giants, <laughs> we were going to revisit this. And I left a little breadcrumb saying how terrible Seahawks defense is. And they are. Anytime you let Andy Dalton throw for, what, 350 yards against you at this yeah, stage? It's pretty, bad. it's pretty bad. Well, the Giants are probably worse on defense. They cannot stop anything. They can't get any passers. I heard a stat today. I think they blitz on 56% of their uh, opposing quarterbacks' dropbacks. And they've gotten pressure, I think, like 16% of the time. That's atrocious considering they had Kayvon Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams and Aziz Ojolari and they, uh, I think Aldrick Robinson too. They've spent all this money and capital and you still can't fucking get a pass rush? Are you kidding me? <laughs> How is this possible? And then we got two rookie cornerbacks going into, you got DeAndre Banks talking crap to DK Metcalf. That's not going to go well. You haven't been very good all year so far. Why do you think a, you know, a six foot three, 230 pound monster is going to do to you this week? But Seattle's defense is very porous, too. 23rd DVOA, 29th in Justice Sacre, which I think the Giants can actually have a common offense. I love the over in this game. Over 47 for Seahawks and Giants. It's going to be good weather. I think both teams are going to score a lot of points on Monday night. Like it. Like it. All right. All right. What's your... Uh, I, think that's a, I think that's a... I think that's a... That's a good sneaky spot. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, all right. So, you did your lock, and then... Are you all done? You got any more picks? Yeah, I just gave you my number two. That's my first half Eagles. My locks, the Jags, minus three. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was funny. So my uh, my boy Pete was at the game. He was on like the 40-yard line, like fucking three rows up. And I was I was texting him. I was like, how's the mood there, buddy? He's like, fucking awful. <laughs> so the, the the faithful, the Jaguar faithful are not fucking happy. Uh, but I, I think I do think it's a good bounce back spot for them. Okay. Um, I really, that's my favorite pick. And, and listen, we're going to ending Ryder Cup coverage that morning, fucking right into a fucking nine o'clock game and i will be watching that toy story mode have you seen that i heard about it so what are they actually doing with it like is this gonna be so woody and buzz allen kind of just doing play yeah play they're in game? andy's room and they're all the all the players are gonna be they're gonna be animated as live action so it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy i can't are they actually I, are they actually bringing back tim allen uh because oh. i heard he got canceled why did he get canceled? What did he do? I, he, he, I think he did something. I think the, he was uh, a just, coke dealer, like a massive coke dealer, and went to prison after flipping on people. How the hell does the guy does he get canceled after? The, I don't know. I think it's because of his uh, political affiliation. I think they just canceled him. But I don't know. Dude, you know, you know that right? Like he was like he was like moving weight, weight, like like big time, like moving 
fake. Like he was like going to like if he didn't get paced and roll on those guys, like he was going to be like a drug dealer forever. <laughs> it was him and Nate Newton, you know. Yeah, exactly. There you go. All right, all right, man. So, uh, all right. Well, I will. Uh, I will send you. Uh, I really hope they're not salty, Jax, because ramen hat and are going off first. So I hope they're not salty. Well, I, I am still rooting for the U.S. I guess, but like I, I have my money. You know, on you know what? You know what? I think you, I think you need to be honest. You're not. You are no. The fact that Rom and Hatton are going to go probably five and zero or four and zero together and play all five matches, like, yeah. uh, you are going to turn on the U.S. quicker than Benedict Arnold did. Ole, 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 ole. Such a bad guy. <laughs> I'm going to meet you the entire weekend. <laughs> And then when the, and, and if the U.S. is down 10-6 going to Saturday, then you know what? Maybe we'll record an emergency podcast and I'll just rant for about three hours straight. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, do, yeah. do a nice Sunday morning while we're watching the Jags. Cup of coffee. Well, I'm down. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll add to the network's uh, pregame shows. There's fucking like six of them now. So we can, oh, there you we go. Just Perfect. Jump on. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, you guys, uh, you know, uh, obviously have fun watching the Ryder Cup tonight. Uh, I'll try to post on Twitter what the plays will be um, moving forward. And uh, yeah, you guys know where to find Steve in that Slack channel. Come follow me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. And uh, go Team Europe. Let's go!